Welcome to another episode of Bible Conversations. Today, we're going to be talking about wisdom. All right, welcome back. Uh, just like we mentioned last week, we're kicking off this new series uh, looking at different characteristics uh, throughout the book of Proverbs that are kind of uh, almost brought to life. You know, it's uh, it's like they're they're personified in, in a sense. Um, last week we talked about humility and uh, and really what it means to be humble. And this week we're uh, I. I know we're talking about wisdom, but it almost feels like that means we're talking about the entire book of Proverbs. You know, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's kind of like, uh, that, that's, that's what the entire thing's about is wisdom. Um, yeah. you know, when you kind of categorize different, uh, sections of the Bible and into different things, you, you've got prophecy, you've got law, you've got history and Proverbs almost kind of stands alone. Um, well, I guess Ecclesiastes is along with it, but it's wisdom literature. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I mean, proverbs. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's it's poetry. You know, so you've got in that in that poetry section, you know, you've got yeah. the Song of Solomon, and yeah, uh, I, I think uh, Job is is mentioned in there, mm-hmm. and those are all uh, Psalms, Proverbs, Song of Solomon. Yeah, those yeah. are all also uh, can be classified as wisdom literature. Yeah, um, and it, it's interesting. You know, when you when you read the first seven verses, we're going to go ahead and do that because I, I think that's uh, an important piece of this discussion. Yeah. Well, yeah. Verse seven kind of opens up the floodgates as to really what wisdom is, but go for it. Yeah. So the first seven verses has the Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to understand words of insight, to receive instruction in wise dealing, in righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, Knowledge and discretion to the youth. Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. To understand a proverb and a saying, the words of the wise and the riddles, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. And so the the whole book of Proverbs, right, like the the purpose of the book is outlined here. You know, we we are here to gain and to understand wisdom and, and to to grow in our knowledge of, of, of God yeah. and the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And so yeah. uh, we're, we're supposed to grow in our, our fear of the Lord. And that that's a healthy respect. It's not a cower in the corner. I'm afraid a reverent fear, a reverent fear. Yeah. Um, you know, whenever we have conversations about like wisdom and knowledge and things of that nature, I always like to, to discuss the differences between them because there are very, very distinct differences between wisdom and knowledge. Um, I actually saw this, this post on Facebook, um, that was kind of in a funny way describing the difference between knowledge and wisdom and, and, uh, things of that nature. But it said, knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. Right. That's a, a fact. A tomato is a fruit. That's knowledge. Wisdom is knowing not to put it in a fruit salad. <laughs> yeah. Now, philosophy is wondering whether that makes ketchup a smoothie and common sense is knowing that ketchup isn't a smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's all these these words that we kind of toss around there, you know, having having wisdom, having knowledge, having common sense um, philosophies thrown in there. Yeah. Um, 
but really it's it's the way I like to, to boil it down and make it practical is is knowledge is is just knowing facts. Yeah. Wisdom is putting those facts into practice. Yeah. Right? Um and that's kind of the way that, that Solomon lays it out here is yeah. is uh knowledge um begins with the fear of the Lord, understanding who God is, knowing his power, uh respecting him, um honoring him. Um and wisdom goes from there as to how it's put into practice. And he says that fools despise wisdom and instruction. In yeah. other words, if you're going to to reject any kind of instruction, any kind of growth, yeah. then you're a fool. Then you're a fool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think you, know, you mentioned earlier uh, that, that these characteristics are almost personified. Uh, and and wisdom actually is personified. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in verse verses ch- same chapter chapter one, if you go over to verse twenty, uh, it says, "Wisdom cries aloud in the street." Well, wisdom is a <laughs> it's an abstract thought, right? Mm-hmm. Wisdom cannot cry, but yet yeah. here, wisdom cries aloud in the street. Yeah. In the markets, she raises her voice. Right. So now, wisdom has a, a gender. <laughs> yeah. Wisdom is 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 feminine in that sense. At the head of the noisy streets, she cries out. At the entrance of the gates, city gates, she speaks. How long, O oh simple ones, will you love being simple? How long will scoffers delight in their scoffing and fools hate knowledge? And he and he goes on, verse 28, he says, Then they will call upon me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but will not find me, because they have hated knowledge, did not choose the fear of the Lord, would have none of my counsel, and despised all my reproof therefore they shall eat the fruit of their way and have their fill of their own devices for the simple are killed by their turning away and the complacency of fools destroys them but whoever listens to me will dwell secure and will be at ease without dread of disaster and so there's a there's a kind of a dichotomy here right of the fool and and the wise mm-hmm. of uh, the, the the person the scoffer right and the the one who is seeking knowledge and instruction and 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 the fools the words that that Solomon has for them are not are not good. Right? No, they're, they're gonna, <laughs> he, he doesn't really pull punches. <laughs> he doesn't, right? Uh, he says in twenty six, he says, "I also will laugh at your calamity." Mm-hmm. Right? I'm going to laugh. I will mock when terror strikes you. Right? Yeah. So, so you think of someone going through a calamitous moment, right? They're they're in the throes of of battle. They're they're struggling. All of this, and and here you just picture Solomon laughing at them. Yeah. And then you see they're they're afraid, they're terrified, right? For whatever reason, they've got someone coming at him, and he's just mocking, <laughs> yeah. right? Like you're because they didn't listen, yeah. Because they didn't pay attention, and so I think there there does come a point for all of us uh, when when we have to decide whether or not we're going to accept wisdom and instruction, yeah, or we're not going to. And we can obviously always change our mind and turn back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but but there comes a point where the people who are wise and the people who are trying to help us and trying to assist us are like, yeah, okay, I'm done. Like yeah. I tried. Yeah, I've tried helping. Now I love talking this knowledge wisdom thing, um, especially when it comes to our lives today. Yeah. Because there's so many different opinions that are out there. Like, you, you know, you go on the internet for 10 minutes searching on social media and you're going to be approached with 10 different 
ideas, opinions, theories that all claim to be fact. You know, that, that was kind of our definition of knowledge at the beginning is, is just knowing facts. That's, that's yeah. knowledge. It's, it's plain and simple. Just, just knowing tr- what the truth is. Yes. But even in like culture today, it's so difficult to really have a grasp on what is truth. And so, you know, there's people out there who are like, how am I supposed to have, have wisdom, be able to apply any kind of knowledge if I can't even decipher what knowledge is? Yeah. And I think that's why we see so much division in our world today yeah. is because if we can't even come to an understanding of what knowledge is, yeah. then how are we going to ever be able to try to apply that and and have wisdom in our lives? Well, and, and there's a there's a step in between knowing something and applying it. And it's choosing the right path, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, so if you know, uh, you know, if you know that, I'll say this: you know that uh, I, I use this with the team sometimes uh, when you know we've got a diva or I'm talking mm-hmm. to them, right? Talking about faith, right? Well, if you know the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. you know it for a fact, right? You believe it, you have faith in it. Are you not going to put down every penny that you own on yeah. the fact that they're going to win the Super Bowl and cash in on all the money you're going to earn from that? Yeah, because it's a fact. You know it, right? And so you're going to then make a decision. Either you're going to cash in or you're not going to. Yeah. And then choosing to do that, right? So all of that is a part of wisdom. Yeah. And and it gets a obviously that's that's a rough example, right? Yeah. But but you know the another thing that comes to mind is Robert Frost's uh, poem, uh, the two two paths, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he takes the path less taken. Yeah. Uh, well, when he came up and saw the fork in the road, there's a decision that had to be made. Yeah. And wisdom is knowing which one to take. Mm-hmm. Knowledge is knowing there's two paths. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wisdom is knowing which one to take and taking it. Yeah, it's it's kind of that that combination of both of those, and uh, and so to me, we do have to know the difference between those. We've got to know what knowledge is. We have to understand it, and then we have to gain knowledge. Yeah, but we have to be able to apply that knowledge. Um, you know, simply knowing uh, the 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 different books of the Bible and knowing the verses of the Bible doesn't mean anything if you're not applying them to your lives and if you're exactly. not able to to implement them in your lives. Exactly. Um, and you know what? I think that's the thing that holds uh, – I, I don't know. I was going to say holds people back, but honestly, I think it's it's limit, limiting their faith. It, it, the thing that, that limits people in the development of their faith and in the growth of their faith is not being confident in the path that they're choosing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, to go back to the poem, um, it's just, it's a. I, I see it so often where people are like, "Yes, I'm a Christian. Okay, do you want to share your faith with somebody?" Well, I, eh, you know, like that's yeah. that's like the answer you get, I and it's mean... like, okay, then like, are you confident in in what yeah. you proclaim your faith to be? Because yeah. if you're not willing to say absolutely immediately, who needs to be? be talked to who can i share my faith with yeah. if your answer is kind of like okay depends well, on the person yeah depends on the person okay where are we starting at do they already believe in god okay like yeah. w- what do they already believe right now how much yeah. I, am i going to have to study with them how much honestly the thing that really gets me is like how much time am i going to have to invest into this how much how much time is it worth exactly yeah how much how much is a soul worth if, yeah and uh-huh. and i think that's that's the sticking point as far as um Choosing the path um, yeah. and and applying wisdom to your life rather than just sitting back on on a mountaintop like a monk and just you know 
all oh, and yeah. in your own faith, it's like the the thing that actually gets you out there, gets you into the battlefield is yeah. is being confident in your own faith. Yeah. Well, and and in order to be confident in your own faith, you've got to know you got to know where you're going. Yeah. You got to know why you believe what you believe, right? Yeah. You guys are talking about Christian evidences with the teens. Uh, I think I did a Christian evidence class with him a couple of years ago um, when I first got in as, as the youth and family guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's, it's a good time to have it again. You know, you got a lot of new blood in there, a lot of new kids in there that, that need to hear these these basic tenets and principles of, of the faith that are going to allow them to have a foundation that they're going to be able to then go forward and be able to talk to others about it. But when you don't know where you're going and you don't know the path that you're on, uh, it's, it's problematic. You know, I've, there's a phrase that I use periodically uh, in, in, in different capacities, but it, it applies here. And it's if you don't know what road you're going on, if you don't know where you're going, right, any road will get you there. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. If you yeah. don't know where you're going. It doesn't any matter what take, road you're on. Yeah. Any road will take you there. Yeah. And, and that's a scary thought when it comes to Christianity. Yeah. Because we know there is only the narrow path that leads to heaven. Yeah. And so we have to know that's the road we're going on. Yeah. And so that begs the question, at least for me, right? Well, then how do we know? Who is going to provide that information for us? Who mm-hmm. is going to give us that that knowledge? And I go to Proverbs 2.6. Uh, you know, really all of Proverbs 2 is it, it, it continues this idea of, of wisdom. But in Proverbs 2.6, it says, For the Lord gives wisdom. And mm-hmm. from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Mm-hmm. All right. So where do we get wisdom? Well, we get it from God. Yeah. It has to come from God. It can't come from the world. Yeah. Right? You're, you're, just, just as God provided wisdom to Solomon. Yes. Uh, it wasn't a matter of Solomon going out and saying, okay, I'm going to to uh, become the greatest philosopher. I'm going to become the most educated individual in the world. Yeah. Instead, it was God saying, what do you want I'll give you anything. And instead of asking for riches or fame, Solomon said, I want want, wisdom. I want discernment to be able to guide your people. Yep. It's like, okay, yeah. And you'll get riches and you'll get. Yeah. And so we have to go to God, right? Uh, You know, your your meme earlier of the the ketchup (laughs) and the smoothie, right? Like, I think that's a very practical and applicable way to to understand it. Um. But if we're not going to the Bible, like if we're getting all of our information only from the internet, mm-hmm. man, that's a problem. Oh, yeah. And there are people that do that. There's a lot of people that do that. Mm-hmm. We have to go to the Bible. We have to go to the scriptures and figure out, well, what what does God have to say about X? What does God yep. have to say about Y? What does God have to say about A? Because if we're Rather gonna... than saying, there's this issue that's happening in, in culture around me. Yeah. What does this scientist say about this? Yes. What does uh, this politician say about this? What is their stance so I can understand a little bit better what to believe, yeah. what stance to take, rather than what is God's stance about this? And, I, and I, think, I think the reason we have to pick God in this, right? Because are there smart people out there? Yes, there are smart people Absolutely, out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? I may not be one of them, but there are smart people out there, right? Are there people who are well-educated in their field? Yes, there mm-hmm. most certainly are, right? Uh, but when we're talking about wisdom, wisdom personified is God. Mm-hmm. God is wisdom. God created wisdom. Yep. Without God, there is no wisdom, right? And so if we don't go to the author of wisdom, the author of creation, the author of life, if we don't go to him for our answers, well, we're getting it at best 
second hand. Yeah. <laughs> and more likely, like, 17th hand. Yeah. We have to go to God. And and I think that's just so, so instrumental to our walk with Christ. Yeah. Now, I kind of want to take it a little bit different direction. You know, we've been talking about um, how can you know d- deepening your faith through through wisdom. Yeah. Um, but I want to look at how Jesus uses um, the term wisdom, how, how he instructs us, us to use wisdom. Um, Matthew chapter 10, uh, Jesus sends out his apostles to go teach, to go preach. Um, and in verse 16, he tells them that, um, he says, behold, I'm sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. He's telling them, you know, you're, you're going to be surrounded by the enemy. You, there are going to be people all around you who want to to devour you, who yeah. want to destroy you. Yeah. And here's his instruction. Here's his advice. So, be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Yeah. That's still true for us today. It's an that, interesting thought, too. Oh, yeah. Very interesting because we think about wisdom as this is a, a good thing. Uh, and then all of a sudden, wise as serpents, wait, those are bad things. Um, yeah. But that's his instruction. That's what we have to do today. When we are going out in the world, we are sheep amongst wolves. We are surrounded by people who want to devour us. Yeah. And we have to be wise. Other yeah. translations say crafty. Yeah. Um, and yet innocent. Yes. And yet harmless, as other translations will say, harmless as doves. Well, and, and Sorry, you, you can go ahead. <laughs> no, you're good. I've, I've just got – I've got a couple different thoughts here. But, but no, I mean, we, we are. We are surrounded. So I don't watch the news, mm-hmm. right? And, and I mentioned that mentioned that from the pulpit this last, uh, this last Sunday that I don't watch the news. And, and somebody told me, well, you, you got like, to watch the news. I was like, no, like I – I, I read the news and I pay attention to stories and I do that. But I don't. I don't watch. Yeah. The news. No, I've been saying for two years now that people need to be more in the good news than the cable news. <laughs> and and I do think there's merit to being aware of this is uh, yeah. what's going on around us. But I don't think we need to be so inundated with it that yeah. it, it, it fills everything in our our brain, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, as as we were talking about that, it it, it struck me that you know what. What we say and what we do have very direct impacts on how people perceive us. Mm-hmm. Because I simply said, you don't watch the news. And the interpretation was, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, he's got his head in the sand. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I don't. Um, but but I, I thought that was really interesting, right? And, um, and so I do think we, we need to be, what is it, in the world but not of the world? Mm-hmm. And that's a hard thing to do, man. That's that's a that's a really hard thing to do. Oh yeah. And in order to do so, we have to have wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, we mentioned earlier, God is the one that gives wisdom. And um, you know, we're in the New Testament now, and I, I kind of want to stay in the New Testament because I I don't want to spend all of our time. I know we're talking about characters in Proverbs. Yeah. Oddly enough, I don't want to spend all of our time in Proverbs. <laughs> um, but James one five says the same thing, right? If any of you lacks wisdom, right? So in other words, you're in the world, right? You're, you're, you're going around, you're doing certain things. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God yep. who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given him. And he says, but let him ask in faith with no doubting for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. And then we go over to, to chapter three 
And chapter 3, verse 17 uh, talks about the wisdom from God, the wisdom from above. And I think it's it's so critical that we understand this because because when we're in the world, right, we're surrounded by people in the world and, and, and we're we're hearing the things that they say and watching the things that they do, it's very tempting to become like that, right? Mm-hmm. To fit that mold and to, uh, to to do worldly things for the sake of, of getting by. In verse 17 of chapter 3, in, in, in James here says, But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. Now, those words are loaded. Yeah. Those are loaded words. Oh, yeah, big time. We could, I mean, both of us could do a full podcast on our own about each of these things, each of these words, and and they would be different enough that we could post it, right? Like, Mm -hmm. we could write sermons about these words. And, you know, the idea that we're to be pure, well, man, purity wow that's a i've given 40 minute lessons on purity yeah (laughs) (laughs) like it's that's not an easy thing to accomplish but but the wisdom from god is pure right Mm -hmm. it's pure you know when i think of purity when i think of pureness i first thing i think of is water yeah and i think of like clean fresh like the the water brand pure life yeah (laughs) yeah yeah pura vida right the costa rica uh, uh slogan yeah it's pure it's 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 complete. It's without blemish. It's without fault. Yeah. And then you've got, you know, we, we, we move on. It says peaceable. Dude, I struggle being peaceable sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned it before, specifically in the car. Because <laughs> driving around in DFW, people are, oh, I've got to be peaceful. People are lovely. Yeah. They're not, though. Like, when driving around, I'm not lovely when I'm driving around sometimes. Yeah. If I'm in a hurry somewhere, sometimes I don't drive the way I should. No, seriously, just this morning, I was backing out of my driveway, and I was like, why is my neighbor literally, like, parked on the street, like, (laughs) across the street, but, like, right behind my driveway? And I was on the phone with my dad, and he goes, yeah, love thy neighbor, right? (laughs) (laughs) And so, when I I lived out in Haltom City, every single morning when I would pull out of my driveway, Mm -hmm. granted, it was like a little one- like you'd, you'd pull into the driveway and you can only get one car fits in at a time. It's not a two-car driveway. Yeah. It opens into a two-car driveway, yeah. which is weird, but it was like a one-car entry. So I let Alyssa have the, the simple and easy access, mm-hmm. right? Just pull straight in. And I took the, you know, turn in, go around. In and turn, in around, yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm in this. It's a Buick now. It's an 06 Buick. So mm-hmm. it's not like a brand new, you know, fancy. Yeah. It's basically a boat. Yeah. Like I'm driving around a boat. <laughs> and, and you can't turn. And so as I'm pulling out, there's a car behind me every single time. Yeah. And man, some mornings I just wanted to like get a sticky note or a passive aggressive note and leave it on there and saying, stop parking here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. But that's hard. I'd be a peaceable. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's just one instance, right? That's just driving. Yeah. You know, that takes up, for, for us, it takes up such a minimal part of our life. Uh, some people, it's a lot more. Then we've got gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. I mean, we could talk forever about these, but I, these are difficult things for us to do as, as people because yeah. our natural inclination is not to be that. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I don't know about you. My natural inclination is well, not. As part of being human is, yeah. um, is, is honestly being selfish. Um, yeah. and, 
And it has such a, a terrible sound to it that being human mean, means to be selfish. But but, it but honestly, it, it does. Even think of of little babies from from the very earliest time. They're they're looking out for self needs, yep. right? I, I'm hungry. I cry. I Mine. I need to be changed. I cry. That, that's that's my toy. I I cry. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that when you don't have wisdom. Yeah. Once you gain knowledge then it needs to translate to wisdom and you would need to understand it's not all about me. Yeah. That's what it means to be wise is understanding it's not all about me. It's yeah. not all about what I want. I should be peaceable with one another. I should yeah. love thy neighbor. Yes. I should fear and respect the one who created me. Yeah. It's a, a transition from immature to mature. Yeah. That's what Paul instructed the, the churches in the first century with as well, that you know, in order to mature as a Christian, you move from milk to solid food. Yeah. You move from easy understand easy things to understand to more difficult things to understand. Yeah. You move from mine, mine, mine to it's not about me. Yeah. It's about him. Yeah. Um, you know, we see that all throughout Scripture. Yeah. This this wisdom that we're talking about, this maturing that we're talking about, is found all throughout Scripture. You know, the word wisdom or or wise is is not always used, but the idea that you are to mature in Christ yeah. is literally from Genesis one one to the last verse of Revelation. Yeah, it's all throughout Scripture. This book right here and i know this isn't a video podcast so y'all can't see me right now he's he is holding it up i can I, i'm holding up my bible <laughs> this book is god's love letter to humanity yeah and in that love letter it's all about his son and our adoration for him yeah forgetting self forgetting what lies behind and pressing toward what lies ahead exactly yeah so i I think the idea of wisdom, I think Solomon had it right. I think, uh, I mean, obviously Jesus had it right. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but I think our our responsibility as, as Christians, as people of God, is to ask God for wisdom, to mm-hmm. seek out his will. And in order to do that, yes, we need to pray. That's, that's Absolutely. how we ask God, right? Like we, we talk yeah. to God, we, we pray to God, but we also have to listen to God. Because he's yeah. already spoken. He, he speaks through this. You, you yeah. listen by reading. You know? Exactly. And so it, it's it's vital that we pray to God and we talk to God. But it's equally as important mm-hmm. that we read his word and we understand his will. Yeah. Because that's where wisdom is, right? The beginning of knowledge, right? Beginning of, uh, of knowledge is, is the fear of the Lord. Yeah. It's understanding God's will for us. Yep. If we don't do that, we're not going to be wise. And if we're not going to be wise then we're fools. Yep. And if we're fools, well, back and listen to the beginning of the podcast because Solomon has some very strong words about foolish people. Yep. No, that that's spot on. Um, I, I, I like episodes like this where we're not necessarily, you know, cracking open and trying to have a in-depth Bible study, but rather just talking about how to mature as Christians. Um, So for those of y'all listening online, if this has been an encouragement for you, I ask you, 
please reach out to us. Let us know um, what you enjoy, either about this episode or any other episode. Uh, we always love to to crack open any kind of discussion about the Bible, whether we're we're breaking down a text uh, or maybe looking deeper into a topic or uh, talking about how to live as a Christian, you know, all kinds of topics like these. Um, I encourage you to go back in our library of episodes, find one that you may have not listened to before and, and check it out. So uh, please just stick with us a few more seconds and, um, and we'll, we'll play our contact information. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to ask if you have any questions, suggestions, or comments, that you please email us at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. We've got a Facebook page as well as an Instagram account. Our Facebook page is very simple. It's just Bible Conversations. On Instagram, it's very simple, at Bible Conversations. Uh, Look us up, like our posts, and share it with your friends. We also have a... An opportunity for you to help us financially through a through a store uh, via Kim's Closet, and you can find that. Uh, you can just type into Google Kim's Closet. We have a uh, we have a link as well that, that we will be uh, posting in, in each of our episodes, and we just hope that you will uh, that you will reach out and find us and uh, purchase a hoodie or a shirt uh, with the logo on it, and that way you can spread the word without having to say a word. So we appreciate you. Thank you all. Have a blessed week.